0: Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by CapShow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use CapShow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about equipping and inspiring you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of. Beyond the Rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry Dugan, and in just a moment, Brandon is coming on board, and we've got Deanna back, because there's another part of her story we didn't get to share with you last week, and that was about her website, TheHungryMommy.com, where she shares with us recipes about clean eating. And it's really the topic that um, got us to invite her onto the show in the first place. The irony was, as we were getting to know her, we learned more about She Leads Consulting. And we said, you know what, let's focus on that first. But I didn't want to let this story go. So we we got her to come back and have a discussion with us about clean eating, the impact it had on her life, why she chose to do it, and how you yourself, maybe you want to eat healthier. There's some simple tips in here, some, some ideas to look out for. And then her website, of course, is a wealth of knowledge. So here we go as we dive into her story about why she chose to eat cleaner in her daily life, how she's bringing those habits to her family, and how, much, how simple it really is to eat clean, to eat paleo, and all that good stuff. So kick back and relax. Unless you're driving, then stay alert and keep your head on a swivel as we dive into this conversation about clean eating, healthier living with Deanna Haveling. Here we go. So shifting gears a little bit, uh, I know Brandon originally reached out to you because of a blog you have around uh, healthier living. Uh, Tell us more about that.
1: Okay. So um, Brandon had originally asked me to come on and speak about my paleo Whole30 lifestyle blog that's called The Hungry Mommy. Yes, And so (laughs) um, it basically... The name came about because it basically described where I was when we started this vlog. (laughs) So we had just had two kids um, in 13 months. So I had been pregnant for a really long time. Um, We were moving. We have multiple businesses. (laughs) And I was just stress eating, you know, through Mm -hmm. all of it. And um, I was young, you know, having our kids. So I was 25 and did not look like myself all of a sudden. And so part of that is child rearing. um, (laughs) Part of that is just not taking care of yourself. And so um, this was about three and a half years ago. And so at that time, the term self-care wasn't like a really big buzzword like it is right now. Um, But that's basically the idea was Mm -hmm. acknowledging how much stuff we have going on as working women, as working moms and wives. um, And when you're going through all these periods of transition, how basically the first thing to go is taking care of yourself because it feels selfish. Um, And so it was, I had just had enough of it. Um, We had a really difficult um, 2014 with some loss in our family. And um, we just needed to, I needed to, you know, be allowed to take this energy that, you know, I didn't have and try to create it again to give, to be able to give to, Our family. So one of the things that I've heard, I don't know who I stole this one from. (laughs) I steal a lot of these (laughs) things (laughs) because I don't think I come up with any of this. But, you know, you can't fill other people's buckets if yours is empty. Right. I totally acknowledge that. And I think that as women, we need to remind each other. And, you know, I had a husband, thank goodness, who was reminding me, you know, you need to have your own thing going like because you aren't going to be a good boss, wife. Mom, if you feel really bad all the time. Yeah. So that's kind of how it started.
0: Our friend, uh, Amy Kenningham, who had been on the show Mm -hmm. a while back, uh uses the analogy of, you know, the, the, the airline safety, uh, talk where they say, put the mask on yourself first, then on your child. Right. And the instinct for many mothers is to put it on their child Mm -hmm. first. But if you're passing out in the process, you're no good to get that mask on your child or yourself and you both suffocate and die. <laughs> and, uh, so it is important to put that mask on yourself first, take care of you, because you, you gotta be able to take care of others. And I remember when I was a, a sergeant in the army, uh, they would talk about that all the time during our training. You gotta take care of you, square yourself away first, so you can turn around and help your soldiers and square them away. Because you're no good to them when you're all just a total wreck. Right.
2: So. Anybody listening to that's had small kids or even, like in my case, big kids and grandkids, it it takes a lot of energy and work. And so somebody's probably listening to this and it's like, well, yeah, but you just had all the free time in the world to build up this blog and do these videos and cook for, you know, you, you had all the free time sitting around eating bonbons and stuff like that. And I've known a bunch of women, moms and everything. None of them are sitting around eating bonbons. But to run businesses <laughs> and to have little kids Sorry. and I'm not even really sure what a bonbon is,
0: but. <laughs> Uh it's this chocolate to, dessert. No, we go, ahead, go ahead.
2: To get all of this stuff done on a regular basis, somebody's listening and go, but I don't have time for that. And I think what really attracted me to to your videos and your recipes and stuff, they're mostly based on do a lot of cooking mm-hmm. at once, mm-hmm. and then you can basically eat like when we eat bad, we eat because it's quick and easy. So you kind of built something that's quick and easy, but it was good for you kind of thing.
1: Right. So that's, I think has been our key to long-term success in, you know, cutting out the fast food and cutting out the ingredients that you can't pronounce um, (laughs) is we do it. So it does take time, right? We have to acknowledge that cooking in general is going to take you time. And for us, what worked the best was Sunday afternoons after we got home from church. Um, whenever this whole process started, we did still have the babies taking naps, and so <laughs> instead of sleeping, which was what I would like to be doing, um, because our son did not sleep at night for a year, um, so you know your natural inclination is, and people tell you, you know, new moms sleep when the baby's sleeping. Right. Well. And some people can and do, and it works out really well for them. For me, that didn't work because then I felt really bad because Mm -hmm. I was you know, sleeping random times. Like adults generally don't need to be sleeping in the middle of the day for four hours, even though your (laughs) kids are. So anyway, we started these Sunday meal preps is what we call them. Most people who eat clean have a meal prep day because it does take time and because they know – if I get hungry, I'm still a human, and I'm going to eat something that I will wish I hadn't. So we do these big meal preps. Um, they don't have to be super fancy. That's one thing about – I've only ever lived in America, so I'm only going <laughs> to speak for Americans – is um, we think – that we have three meals a day. We have seven days a week. So I should have 21 different meals a week. Right. You know, I huge I need portions. that. <laughs> right. Well, yes. Yeah, so the huge portions. And I just had scrambled eggs for breakfast yesterday. I can't eat scrambled eggs again. Or, you know, I can't. My favorite to kind of work with people on is um, I, I just don't do leftovers.
0: Right. What uh, does that I, even mean? I don't that is an American like
1: phenomenon. <laughs> I love um,
0: leftovers. My family hates them. So I'm like, I love that. Yes. My <laughs> family doesn't. <it. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you gonna eat that? Put it in the fridge for me. Yeah, we'll it's my save lunch it.
1: Um, And so I think kind of change. You have to be willing to change some things. And um, so I am not like endorsing Beachbody at this point, but I do do their workouts. I don't follow their meal plan. And but one of their. Um, Gurus Autumn says if you want something you've never had, you're gonna have to do something you've never done. Right. So if you want to feel and look better, you're going to have to do something that maybe doesn't come naturally to you. <laughs> right. And it does and it hadn't to me. And so I was one of those people that said, I don't like leftovers and you know, I love eating out. You know, we've talked about that. I love, um, especially. I'm really big into supporting local businesses. Right. You know, so I feel like patronage, you know, pays the bills and keeps it's people good employed. I love eating, eating
2: out all the things, time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't want
2: to. I'm just trying to support just trying a business. I'm trying
1: to support you. <laughs> it's um, the puppies. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so I think just kind of the blog and um, everything that we do with that, just kind of helping people see that. Taking care of yourself, one, isn't selfish. And two, it doesn't mean that you should feel like you're withholding from yourself right. all the time. You know, you have to build in flexibility of, I sometimes I just really want chocolate or, um, you know, alcohol or whatever it is that you think you cannot live without. You can, <laughs> and you can live without, or you can live with less of it, if right. nothing else. Um And so just kind of, it's the same thing we do with our business coaching, like, Your mind is the most powerful thing that you are dealing with on a daily basis. So if you believe that you can't do something, whether that be firing someone or eating clean or whatever it is, it's true. It's true. Um, So just trying to really help people believe that you can live without dairy or grains or sugar um, and kind of just – working through that with them
2: what i loved about your blog too is 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 you're not militant about it like you just said you know if you if you have to have chocolate or alcohol or whatever it is you're not saying you only eat kale and like you know a couple of nuts a day and that's it it's not about that it's about balance Mm -hmm. but it's also convenience because Mm -hmm. if you create this opportunity and every every mom i've ever known and and my wife says the same thing it's like you got to come up with something for dinner Mm -hmm. you got to put brain power into that Mm -hmm. well then do you have to go to h-e-b and that's our local grocery store or do you have to do this or do that Mm -hmm. in order to make something it's so much easier if you just take it out of the freezer or the refrigerator and then it's ready crock pots insta pots all those kind of things and it just makes it to where you're eating healthy because you're not making tired decisions Mm -hmm. it's so much easier to go eat here than it is to go home because I don't have to put as much effort into right. it, and somebody else is going to wash dishes and put it all up and throw it all away and all that kind of thing. So what I love about the meal prep is you use practical kind of things we've all heard of, not these weird spices and ingredients nobody uses, but they're they're pretty kind of general. I guess I would mm-hmm. say most people would eat this kind of food,
1: right? So that is the other thing. So go to your kale point. You know that's yeah. really in vogue right now, and maybe you kind of. Coming out of it with some new things popping up, (laughs) but um, a lot of my friends and people that I just interact with on the blog, what a lot of the things that they say is that you know I would eat clean, but Mm -hmm. dot dot dot, and it's mostly I don't know what the heck this is, you know, and I don't even know how to cook cook this or something. So I try to use things. So the good thing about clean eating is. It's all one things you can pronounce, two things <laughs> that are seriously in anybody's grocery store, and three things that you probably have had and like. Yeah. Um, it's just without these additives of – so Brussels sprouts, for example. So most people in my generation grew up eating Brussels sprouts <laughs> that aren't terrible. Um So some people have <laughs> yeah. some really bad experience with Brussels sprouts. Well, let's take Brussels sprouts. So Brussels sprouts can be – Sa- you know, chopped, sauteed in olive oil, salt salt and pepper, and you're done. Right. Or they can be sauteed and then layered with cream cheese and greer <laughs> and you know broiled in the oven and all those things. And so we can have these really great ingredients that we kind of just bog down with things that aren't doing anything right. for us. Mm-hmm. And so if you like the Brussels sprouts that are covered in cheese, you're going to like the Brussels sprouts that are just seasoned really well. And so right. trying to talk people Around things like that. Same thing, you know. Chicken. The things. The thing that um, I really learned when getting into like the paleo and clean eating is how many spices there are just sitting in H E B, for example. <laughs>
2: it's that a whole can, aisle.
1: It's a whole huge <laughs> aisle, and you know, there's more things than salt and pepper and garlic, and they make, they do wonders for you know food, and it really is enjoyable. So that's the mm-hmm. other thing is I like eating too much. To be eating something that tastes terrible. Like that's, right. not, a, that's not a thing yeah. that's happening in this house. Um, and so I think that's something to just acknowledge with people is you can eat clean and it doesn't have to be boiled. You know, three 10 years ago it was boiled chicken and broccoli <laughs> and that means you're eating clean. And yeah. I remember uh, an episode of True Life on MTV which was like <laughs> – I'm on a diet or true life, I'm on a diet. And there was this girl that was like going to Harvard. So very smart. But this was whenever eating well meant you're eating boiled chicken and hard-boiled eggs. Mm-hmm. All the time. And cottage cheese, like how did cottage cheese I, become I a health understood food the at the That's not healthy for anybody. <laughs> my
2: but, mom did that. Yeah, I remember and that. And
1: pineapple, like they were yeah. like sunflower seeds and stuff. It's so strange. Um, And, and that's what she was eating. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I was like 10 or 11 at the time. And so my body image, you know, it was starting to become something. And I'm like, so I have to eat nasty food yeah. to feel good about my body. That's crazy. And, but yep. that's how people think still mm-hmm. to this day. And so it's just kind of combating, you know, we yep. can eat really good tasting, looking, fulfilling food mm-hmm. and still, you know, take care of our bodies.
2: And, and I'm like you. I like to eat way too much to, mm-hmm. to eat terrible food. But the only reason I work out is in order to get to eat better and eat more. So I'm going to eat good things. I want it to taste good. But just because it says low-fat or, you know, it's gluten-free, and, you know, I know they have gluten-free water now, and I'm I'm still not quite sure how we got away with that, but, you know, just because it says it's healthy or whatever – and it's nature valley or whatever it is. That doesn't necessarily make it good. What I love about a lot of the things you do. And, and this is kind of what I've always tried to apply to my life is try to make sure it's something you've heard of. Mm-hmm. You know what it looks like. You've either seen it in nature in mm-hmm. some way and. I try to do things that like my grandparents would have eaten. Mm -hmm. My grandparents would have never eaten things with all these ingredients on it because they didn't exist. Mm -hmm. But they also ate things that were close to them. Mm -hmm. There's a reason you want the the beef or chicken or whatever that lives close to you because it doesn't take a million things to ship it halfway around the world. And then two weeks later, you get to eat it. Mm -hmm. Eat fresh, good, clean things. And then you get to eat whatever you want. You can, you can kind of go with the spices
0: and, and mix it up a little bit. What are some of the th- benefits you've seen ever since you made the, the journey with HungryMommy.com and, and the switch to paleo eating and clean eating? Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Capshow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content like podcast episodes or YouTube videos into CapShow and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part: CapShow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com/capshow. That's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now. Back to the show.
1: So one of the things I think is just so I have um, a autoimmune disease. It's uh, Hashimoto's hypothyroidism. And so it's it. One of the side effects, I was diagnosed with this when I was like six, six, which is very young to have, um, that kind of diagnosis. And the good thing is if you're going to have a disease or something, this is the one to have because it really doesn't affect you all that much. Um, and so that's good, but so one of the things up. I kind of yeah, lucked it. out, um, <laughs> um, but one of the things, it doesn't affect me all that much, I should say. Um, but one of the things that it has affected more since I've had kids because it's a hormonal imbalance, mm-hmm. um, is what they call brain fog. And so like literally thinking to myself many times a day, did I say that out loud or did I just think it to myself? Like, did I actually do something <laughs> or did I just consider doing it? And that's freaky at 25 years old, um, you know, for a business owner to be thinking, <laughs> you know, did I follow up with that customer? Did I talk to that employee? Um, so since making this switch and it's hard to know for sure which of these things that you cut out is really the thing that's doing it without doing very long-term elimination diets and things like that. But um, basically, paleo, if you stick with it, is an elimination diet. You're just not having certain elements inside of your body. And a lot of them take a long time to get out. But one of the benefits I've seen is a drastic decrease in brain fog without having to adjust medication that I'm on, um, without having to Really, do anything else? Just not having these chemicals. So, what they think? What research is showing now? They think that they have a link between gluten and autoimmune disease, and between mm. sugar and autoimmune disease, uh, diseases. So, mm-hmm. like rheumatoid arthritis, um, Crohn's, things like that, just seem to flare when you're eating yeah. in certain ways. And that's why celiac, you know, is very <laughs> cultural. Some mm-hmm. cultures just have an overabundance of celiac and some have none at all. Yeah. Um and so it's it's closely related to that. So the brain fog um is enough for me to that's enough for me. Um mm. but of course, you know, you lose weight whenever you're not eating junk. Junk, yeah, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Um and then I just have a lot more energy. So even now that our child is finally sleeping, um our youngest anyway, we just like anything else in life, like you get busier and busier, you know, you take on more (laughs) roles. Um, We're really involved in a number of organizations here locally. We have our kids who are getting their own things going. So we're very, very active and I have more energy than I did whenever, you know, I was just um, not super involved and had just had two kids. Um, So I think, and I think that's really all you can attribute it to is real in it. Just take like releasing yourself from the guilt, right? We're we're not going to feel bad about taking two hours on a Sunday to cook for basically the whole week, and that's nothing. I mean, if you take that out, an hour um, a day
2: to cook dinner, yeah, and that's
1: what it takes, you know, to fire everything up and get the dishes (laughs) clean and all of that. So, um, releasing yourself from that guilt and saying, you know, my health is worth this, and my family's health is worth this, you know, and then none of us are eating out and. Um, one of the things that we hear a lot is it's just so expensive,
2: right? (laughs) I mean,
1: How expensive is it to even go to fast food for a family of four? Um, that's expensive and you're doing that three times a day. I mean, that is very expensive. So our grocery bill is nothing whenever we're, you know, really committed to this and, um, compared to if we were eating out three times a day.
2: My kids have learned that they're they're older now. My youngest is 16, but she's been working now for about a year and she's found in her first year of working and having her own money. I can go to Waterburger whenever I want to and I'm like, "Absolutely, you can, you know. There's a reason why we don't go all the time, but after a, a few months she's like, "That's too expensive to go eat mm-hmm. 8 bucks every time you want to go eat." Mm-hmm. I said the other thing is too, you eat more at mm-hmm. Waterburger mm-hmm. because you feel like you got to eat all your fries or the mm-hmm. coke or whatever it is. But the other thing I think what you're showing to your kids is this is normal. Right. Whereas a lot of families grow up, this is normal. You go to Waterburger, you go out to eat every night, or you eat in front of the TV or whatever. And how you live is how your kids are probably going to go just like smoking or any, going to church or anything else, mm-hmm. starting a business mm-hmm. they're not going to think that's normal if you're not doing it right so you influence your kids huge by the way you eat and the things that you just allow to come into your home that whole you know well i can't eat right because i have all this stuff mm-hmm. in my pantry well grab the trash can mm-hmm, exactly. and get rid of the pantry you know and i know one method i saw on facebook was you know i, I cleaned up my pantry by just eating it yeah, all but that. that's probably not the best way to go
1: i would I said, um, I know that a lot of people do feel that way, and I you know and so I'd say I am not a purist or anything like right. that, so we eat french fries, we <laughs> ate pasta last night, and um it was delicious okay,
2: <laughs> okay never mind um, don't want to. <laughs>
1: um and so I think that's one of the things though, is what is normal for your family? Right. what are you setting the tone for? you know, like you said, so you know we have a family mission statement um that Our kids are only three and four, so they're not exactly reciting it at this point, but we want it to be, you know, part of who they are as they grow up. And so part of that is, you know, working hard, being active in your community, you know, loving God, um, all of those things. And part of it is taking care of yourself um, because, you know, we get this really short period of time on earth and we can't control a lot of what's (laughs) going to happen here, right? Um, But one thing we can control is what are we physically putting inside of our bodies? You know, I can control if I start smoking. I can control if I drink alcohol. I can control if I stop in Whataburger's pickup line. Um, So let's take ownership of the things that we can control and really use it to enhance our lives and not create crutches for ourselves.
2: That's awesome. So if somebody wants to find out about the blog, follow it and see all the videos and recipes and all that kind of good stuff.
1: Yeah. So our blog is, again, it's called The Hungry Mommy. So it's thehungrymommy.com and we're on Facebook and Instagram at The Hungry Mommy.
2: Cool. And and you've got all kinds of recipes for all kinds of people. I made (laughs) vegan brownies a couple of weeks ago worst thing anybody's yeah, ever seen in the world. I'm so. not
1: a baker at all um but especially <laughs> either, when apparently. doing um paleo <laughs> I feel like you're just having to try really hard yeah. and some some of them are really really good, you know, there's some date paste recipes that kind of um but to me Because time is limited, I'd rather just not have it. And so I'm also – I listen to a podcast called um, Happier with Gretchen Rubin. And so she has kind of diagnosed people as certain types of people. And so I found out through that that I'm an abstainer, which means – like, I just shouldn't have certain things at all <laughs> yeah. because it's just, we're off. If I made vegan brownies and they weren't good, I would go get some little Debbie brownies exactly. because, well, now I want brownies. Um, and and that's so, that's what we do. Yeah. And, and so that would be me. So I don't have um, a lot of dessert recipes on the Hungry Mommy, but I do have um, meal prep guides that just tell you, you know, very quickly. Um, where to, how to source a grocery list, what all you need. It actually, tells gives you meal plans. This is all totally free. So this is what I eat for four weeks. This is what to get at the grocery store. This is when to cook everything. Um, so we have all of that. We have um, just easy recipes. We have some more involved, and so it really just depends on you know your level. Mm-hmm. But I think the message of the Hungry Mommy is it doesn't have to cost you a lot of money or a lot of time or for you to really even get super outside of your comfort zone just to try it. Right. Just, you know, give yourself just like anything else, you know, you need some time, just give yourself four weeks. And then if you hate it, you don't feel better, you know, you're still tired. Go back to Whataburger. It's not going to hurt anybody. Um, (laughs) There you go. So.
2: Cool. Well, thanks for coming on and and talking about all of the food and everything else. And so we'll link all that in the podcast and, Jerry will make really cool
0: notes. He'll make his own recipes up. There we go. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you, guys.
0: Now, if you liked everything you heard in this episode, be sure to check out our show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 129. I can't believe we've done 129 episodes of this show. This is amazing to me. In our show notes, you're going to find links to Deanna's website, thehungrymommy.com as well as some of the other uh, resources she's mentioned, uh, how to connect with her, to connect with her Facebook page, all that good stuff. You're going to have more success if you're part of a community. So I definitely recommend that you get on to Facebook if you're on Facebook and join her community for The Hungry Mommy. And that's all we got for this week. Now, the best way you can support our show is to share us with a friend, a family member, a co-worker, or that neighbor across the street. You probably know somebody who wants to eat healthier, yet they don't want to just get it from that information from you. But maybe they want this information here. And this is our great way to go. You can connect with Deanna. You can ask for ideas. What did she really think about a recipe she tried out? All that good stuff. And feel free to write into us, info at We're also on Twitter and on Facebook. So leave a comment from time to time. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know that you love the show or you hated the show or, you know, whatever the case may be. And we can adjust and try to provide you content that will help you make your own path and live life the way you always dreamed of, Beyond the Rut. Because that's what we're here for. Until next week, what we'd like you to do is to go live life beyond the rut. Take care.